greetings and welcome to another special episode of Out the Box Talks. I am your host, Krill. We are at episode 81. I am so excited to be at this point. You know, I was thinking to myself earlier and I was like, man, being in the 80s is such a special thing because I feel like I'm getting closer to 100. And what that actually means is that before this year is over, I'll get to the 100th episode if I keep at the rate that I'm at, right? And um, that's exciting for me because I don't think I've ever gotten to anything 100 or kept count of anything 100 when it comes to Out the Box, right? Like even with Out the Box TV, I'm sure I've surpassed, you know, 100 interviews um, but in total, but like I've never kept track or kept count of it in a consistent manner. So I'm really excited as we near closer to the 100th episode, and hopefully I'm able to do something, you know, really special for that. But um, I want to thank all of our viewers, our listeners for tuning in, you know, staying connected without the box, you know, supporting the platform. It means so much. Um, you know, if you're a Patreon subscriber, thank you. If you've donated, thank you. If you've bought merch, thank you. It means so much. Um, I just want to plug the websites again. So if this is your first time checking out, uh, this platform, you can visit our website, outtheboxmedia.com to keep connected with, you know, all of the recent and previous episodes we've done, the variety of interviews we've done with hip hop and soul artists. Also, if you have been checking out the platform and you like what you hear and you feel like the artists that we interview and what we stand for resonates with you and you want to support, you can uh, support by picking up some merch on our website, uh, outtheboxmedia.bigcartel.com. Also, I'll make sure I put these web links in the description for you to check out and go to. Then if you want to donate, you could uh, donate via PayPal at paypal.me slash outtheboxmedia, or you can donate via Cash App with the cash tag outtheboxrep. You can send an, a Cash App to that uh, cash tag, uh, cash tag outtheboxrep. And um, last but not least, if you want to become a member of our Patreon site right and you want to um you know support us uh and get exclusive interview uh access right so these are interviews that i don't put out you know we don't put out for the public it's only if you are a patreon subscriber so you can go to the patreon uh page patreon.com slash out the box media and it's a small fee it's only like two dollars a month so you know um it's over, it's at least over about 22 exclusive interview clips with various artists. And if you just go to this link, patreon.com slash outtheboxmedia, you'll get a glimpse of who um, these exclusive interview clips are, like the different artists. Um, and yeah, man, so if you want to support, you can support in that way as well. And um, also, I wanted to also mention... Um, if you are checking us out on YouTube, remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel, Out the Box TV, um, if you have not subscribed yet. And if you um, are not aware, we also have the podcast available on uh, 
platforms like Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts. It's the high quality audio podcast that you can find um, out the box talk. So you got to do a search for out the box talks. All right. So uh, I just wanted to get that out of the way. As always, you know, I got a dope artist, special talent for you in each episode that we do. Uh, almost every Friday, we do a new episode that features a really talented hip hop artist. And this brother just fits the bill. He stays with that, you know, that title of dope artist, in my opinion. Um, and I'm so excited to talk to him today. He's actually hailing from Michigan. Um, and you know what it is about the Michigan MCs, man, Detroit and just a lot of the artists that I've featured on this platform that represent that Michigan area. They always have something really dope or clever to offer as artists. And I'm so excited to bring this brother to the platform. He um, put out a few projects this year. The first one came out in March uh, entitled Normalized Growth. And then the second one came out in May entitled The Rise of Essex Heisenberg. And uh, he's been putting out music since 2019. If you go to his Bandcamp page, there's a number of, you know, singles he's put out like consistently like year after year since 2019. So, um, yeah, man, definitely somebody who is dedicated to the craft and consistent as an MC. And uh, again, like I said, I'm really excited to have him on the show. So without further ado, I want to welcome to our Out the Box Talks listening and viewing audience, my brother Helen from Michigan, the MC himself, Mr. Mark Sachs. Welcome to Out the Box Talks. Brother, I'm I'm, uh, I'm really glad to be here, man. Before before we continue, bro, yo, congratulations, man. 81, 81, if anything, is <laughs> is a, is a, is a beautiful thing, man. And uh, you know, congratulations on taking the journey from from idea to logistics to fruition, man. It's it's a, it's it's a heck of a journey, man. And and uh, it's a long road to the beginning of anything. And and uh, I'm I, I greatly appreciate you. Um, people like yourself are exactly the type of people that artists like me, uh, build a career upon, man. It's, it's very noisy in this world and anybody that would take an opportunity to listen, uh, to what, uh, people like, like I was, I'm sure I could speak for every artist that has been on your platform when I say thank you, bro. Like, uh, you know, we're all still like sort of adjusting how we make that happen, you know, to get people to listen. And you're somebody that, that, that listens, man. So before we even get into it, man, I just, I just want to thank you and congratulate you, brother. I appreciate that, brother. Thank you so yeah. much, man. Um, I, um, I, I'm so excited, man, for this interview because your music is so refreshing. It's, it's like, you know, like when you find like a gem that you weren't like checking for, <laughs> Um, that's <laughs> what you, I man. feel like your music um, embodies, man. So it's just as much a pleasure being able to build with you. Um, before we get into your music, which, uh, you know, I'm going to be mainly talking about the, the two projects that you released this year. Mm -hmm. I do want you to, you know, give the uh, audience some insight on how you got started with emceeing, like what made you decide that uh, music, you know, what's the path for you? This music was the path for you. Well, I went into the um, I went into the to the armed forces, into the air force when I was seventeen, 
And uh, I was always in choirs. I was a church kid growing up, you know, like, and I was always in the choirs and always made music that way. I liked hip hop, you know what I mean? I thought it was really cool, but my first duty station was in Oklahoma. It was a really small base called Altus in the middle of nowhere, man. Uh, you had to drive an hour just to get to something called the mall. You know, uh, the entire city had three stoplights. Wasn't nothing going on, man. And um, and most of the people around me were not people that shared the same skin color that I did. And uh, and I was bored, man. I needed to express myself uh, badly, you know. And uh, and hip hop was the answer, man. So I started uh, uh, just kind of like writing down raps. And uh, they had uh, at the community center on base. They had like a makeshift studio in there and I would go in there and I, I kind of started messing around. And uh, that's that's really where it started. Uh, just just me uh, wanting to express myself. Right. Like I, I didn't I didn't feel like I fit. You, mm. you know what I mean? And so uh, hip hop gave me a, a, a voice for me to to fit. You know what I mean, now that that's a very long distance from thinking I could make a career of it. Right. Mm. But but but. I hope that answers the question uh, as directly as possible. Nah, uh, thank you for for breaking that down, man. I always like to give the artist, especially if it's the first time on the platform, an opportunity yeah. to really talk about what got them started on this music path. Mm -hmm. So I want to really jump into the latest project that you have out. Um, yeah. If I'm, how do you pronounce it? Is it SX Heisenberg or Sax Heisenberg? Sox. So, so SX is actually short for SOX. Sox, it. right? Um, uh, it's it's it it's phonetically the name is Mark Sox, right? Right. Uh, my my given name is Mark, and I always had a thing for Sox, right? <laughs> so, call myself Mark Sox. I took the A out, made the MRK Michigan Rap King. Kept kept the kept the socks what it was, uh, you know. What I mean, change it to S S O X instead of S O C X. Just let me see K, just because I like how it looks. Um, so it's it's rise of socks Heisenberg or rise of S X Heisenberg, whichever way you want to say it. Okay, you know it's hip hop. It's hip hop, man. So so I I, I like that people own it however they want to own it, right? Like 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 I'm cool with it. You dig? So yeah, dope. rise of socks Heisenberg. Dope, dope, and um. Let me just ask you, because I didn't get a chance to ask you this earlier. Mm -hmm. What part of Michigan are you actually from? Detroit. Born and raised. Oh, you're from man. Detroit. Okay. Okay. Beautiful. Born across the street from Motown, dude. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I recognize that line. I want to actually talk to you about oh, yeah. that. But, yeah, um, okay. Sure. The the album is titled Sox Heisenberg. Like, why'd you choose to go with, I guess, the Heisenberg part or that title? Right. Well, shout out to my guy, Clint Taylor, who produced both of those projects that you're going to ask about. Mm -hmm. So um, we were doing a lot of work without even knowing exactly what it was going to be for. Right. Like I, I kind of found my match in that um, he's always in the lab, you know, he's mm -hmm. always working, he's always cooking and so am I. And um, I always tell people who want to work with me um, when they ask to work with me, always, always tell them it's a natural progression of our relationship. Like, don't worry about it. Like, don't sweat it, right? <laughs> Send me some heat. I'm most likely going to get to it. I'm just always two or three projects ahead. Mm. 
So, so you just got to be patient with me. Like if I tell you I love what you're doing and keep sending me music, I mean it, right? Because I'm going to get to it. It's not really an issue of if, it, it's when, you know? And so that's what he did. You know what I mean? He just kept sending me music. And then I, I got to the point where I really started listening to what he was doing and I was sending songs right back. We just kind of going through it. At the same time that this is happening, I discover, uh, which is very late, I might add the series Breaking Bad <laughs> on mm, Netflix, mm. right? Um, and the the main the main character uh, Walter White goes by the street name uh, Heisenberg. Are you are you familiar with the the series of Breaking Bad? I'm familiar of it, but I haven't even gotten a chance to look at it. So you've gotten further than me, but I'm definitely aware okay, of it. Yeah, no problem, no problem. So what happened was is, uh, this gentleman uh, and his and. It, it, it's, it's basically uh, the, the concept of breaking bad is that, you know, somebody that was really writing a straight line wound up breaking away from that. Mm. You know what I mean? And kind of going to the dark side. And um, um, I became a fan of the attitude of the character, right? Like mm. the, the attitude of the street character Heisenberg, which is, which is essentially somebody that felt like, you know, uh, Following the rules never worked for me. You know what I mean? Caring about caring about what other people might think about what I do never really, never really worked for me. And it never really works for anybody that ever truly becomes anything. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And so um, I used his story as a metaphor for where I was creatively in, in my life at that particular time. Well, really, it really became all gloves off. Like, I, I used to be a, a, a hip hop, a, a rap snob. You know what I'm saying? Like there were certain things I wouldn't say or I wouldn't talk about. Or, and I didn't realize that I was stifling my own creativity, mm. right? Because I, 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 I like, there was a time I wouldn't talk about women. I wouldn't talk about my kids. Like, like it was a lot of like, mm. quote unquote, kind of corny things I would stay away from. But as I improved on my artistry, I realized that it's not what you do, it's how you do it. And and uh, and so I kind of took the culture he was building uh, within that show and translated it into my own story. And I became Sox Heisenberg, right? So it's the rise of Sox Heisenberg. It's a story that's going to continue. But I was uh, I used that project to sort of introduce this new frame of mind that I, that I, that I have, you, mm. you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like, uh, I'm actually competing now, right? Like, like it's a, it's, it's a, it's a, uh, it's a difference between like, uh, lifting weights and then competition weightlifting, right? Like, mm. like it's, it's different, you know, before I was doing music, but now I'm, I'm, I've turned it on its head. Now I'm directly challenging the listener's perspective on what they believe can be new and fresh today mm. you know what i'm saying mm. and you'd have to really listen to the project to to hear the themes that i choose to rap about to understand where i'm coming from i i really try to challenge the listener you know what i mean you know because i know what i'm i listen to rap all of the time so right. i know what people are listening to i wanted to i wanted to seriously turn vulner vulnerability into a strength mm. you know what i mean you know and this is like in the rise of heisenberg is the rise of that character like this guy that has the ability to be extremely dope at the most mundane things right <laughs> you know what I mean? so mm. you know that's kind of a long 
winded answer. Hopefully it answered your question, but that's no, where that it, came from. It answered my question and it enhanced it, my understanding of what I've heard so far on the project. Um, you know, as you talk about that, what, what came to mind is, and you said that um, uh, the producer's name is Clinton. Clint Taylor. Clint Taylor, I'm yeah. sorry. Clint yeah. Taylor, he produced Normalized Growth and he also produced this project. Um, it is this kind of like a continuation or connected to n normalized growth? Um, mm. Sox Heisenberg. No, is it no, different? Okay. No. So, so Sox Heisenberg is about me. Okay. Normalized growth is about the listener. Ah, right? okay. You see what I'm saying? Like every, every song has a theme that I'm challenging right, the right. listener with. Like they, that I'm never, you'll never catch me on a normalized growth project just sort of floating on a track like like just just rhyming for the the artistic sake of right, rhyming like right every piece has like a purpose right so it's it's a very so that, that that i guess that's like that's like the conscious mrk right like that's that's what normalized growth represents are these ideas that uh uh that are very challenging ideas yes right like, like very challenging ideas that i'm attempting my best to to uh give voice to to give sound to give sound to as as you know as as the title infers I'm, I'm trying to normalize growth like as you get older i'm i'm trying to give soundtrack to these ideas that older people start to have right and, right you know what i mean but but the shit still bangs right like 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 the lyrics are still there like yeah. it's still what it is but as you as you get a little older it's you start to care about things you didn't necessarily care too much about before. And I just, I'm again, I'm that out that though, if you see normalized growth, it's about you, the listener, you, you know what I mean? I'm sort of serenading you in these ideas that I think that, that you're struggling with, you know? Uh, so yeah. Yeah. Heisenberg is, is I'm on some rap shit, right? Like, 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 I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to outdo, every artist I look up to, you know what I mean? Like that's, that's more so what, what, what that is, you know? Definitely. And, and I appreciate you giving that perspective. Uh, the reason why I asked it was the themes and the subject matter are all sort of like relatable subject matter that everyday people tend to deal with right. or that may go through their minds. And sure. that's where I saw the connection, but I'm glad that you gave us the perspective of each project. Mm -hmm. Like one is, about the listener and one is about you, which yeah. again enhances the project. So, um, how did Clint Taylor become involved with working with you for these two projects? Where does your relationship, you know, go back? So, you? so, so that's my brother, number one. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to him uh, once more. Um, he's he's. He probably in the lab right now. Uh, <laughs> you know, what I mean, we we we're, we're never not cooking. And so, uh, what happened was he approached me. Uh, he he discovered me online mm. and really liked what I what I was doing and reached out to me. Um, just just followed me and just kind of told me he was you know he thought my stuff was dope, and so. I said, I appreciate him. Then I caught him on my timeline a couple of times, you know, uh, playing beats. And I and I immediately sent his stuff to a partner of mine named E. Smitty. Shout out to E. Smitty, um, who's also part of my label, That Feeling. 
Um, and I was like, yo, check this kid out. Like this dude, this dude is, we, we, we always say he that feeling, you know what I mean? Like the label is that feeling. So we always say like, like this, that feeling material right here, like this, that shit, you know what I mean? Dope. So he was like, yeah, you know what I mean? And I was like, yeah, he trying to work, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, uh, man, I'm, I'm, this was probably 2018, 19, you know what I mean? And, and, um, we just kept talking and then I said, well, you know what, bro? I got a few projects coming up in the meantime. Why don't you work with my guy, E. Smitty? And I had this, I had this concept in my head of like um, a soul singer, you know, kind of a throwback to what Mary J. Blige was doing with what's the 411, like, like a soul singer over just straight hip hop beats. You know what I'm saying? And so um, I told him in the meantime, not like in the meantime, like I'm trying to minimize what they were doing. I, I, I don't want to make that mistake. That's not what I mean. I just mean I, I had a lot of shit I was working on, you know. Mm -hmm. I was like, man, I really think y'all should work together. And they became a group called ITIS, right? Um, and they put out a project together, and uh, which I, 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 I recorded a lot of and mixed and all of that. And so through that process, I got to know Clint Taylor more personally, like as a person. And he sent me a couple of beats that I was sitting on for like a year, mm. right? I finally knocked them out and put them on another project prior to the ones that, that you mentioned. Um, and he asked me, man, can I do a project with you? I mean, and I told him, like I just mentioned to you earlier, listen, man, that's a natural progression of our relationship. You know, that's not any, really anything that to uh, ask for, right? Mm, like mm. just keep being you you know, and I'm telling you to send it to me. If that's supposed to happen, it's going to happen. So through the process, man, you know, we're getting to know each other uh, as men. Um, and what you what you don't know is prior to to the MC thing, I was primarily a, a music producer. Right. Mm. Like like I, did, I, I made at least a beat a day for 15 years straight, you know, and um, and so um, two years ago, I decided that. Um, um, I, I promise this is all leading back to answer your question. So two you. years ago, I decided that instead of begging the, in, like I, I wanted to be what I was asking the industry to be for me, right? Like I wanted them to accept me and, and, and see my talent and all of this shit. When I spent all my time as a music producer trying to make placements with bigger artists, right? Worst thing I could have ever did. Like I actually regret it. Like I don't wow. regret much, but I regret the fact that I had great artists around me that I I was looking past because I'm trying to get the beat to that artist and that artist when what I should have been doing is giving those guys my best work. You, you know what I mean? And right. and I would have had more say in cultivating it and you know what I mean and the, the whole thing. So I decided when I when I, I said I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a full time MC that I'm gonna break producers. So I found four producers and I said I'm gonna break all of them. And the way I'm gonna break all of them is, is I'm gonna be the artist to them that I wish somebody would have been for me when I was a producer. Wow. So, and, be, and because I know how to produce and I do everything else, I'm going to also mentor them at the same exact time that I'm breaking them, I'm gonna mentor them, I'm gonna talk them through the process, um, but I'm gonna give them credit for everything, right? As a, as a producer, I'm gonna make sure that when I shoot my videos, 
everything I do, they'll be a part of it. Like the public will always know who they are. No, no matter how big people think I am and small they think they are, no, 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 they coming with me, right? Like, like you coming with me, I'm gonna make sure that people know you did this, you know what I mean? Like, cause I know what it felt like. I remember what it felt like to produce people and just kind of get lost in the shuffle of it all. So I said, and, and I would tell them all, you know, I had Clint Taylor, my guy Timo, my guy DJ 110, and another guy called uh, Alex Turner. And uh and uh, uh honorable mention fifth is uh my guy Tone Beast. So so like um I said, uh uh, we're gonna do this when I get with you, I'm gonna give you my all. It's gonna be me and you. And so uh I did an album with each of them, like each of those guys I did a project with. And what happened, man, honestly, was like cream just kind of started rising to the top like it does. Mm. Like it just is what it is, meaning that the one that's sending me more beats the most. Right. Like, like who's, who's ever sending me the beats the most, who's ever connecting with me more. It just naturally progressed into mm. that. And uh, and uh, I've, I've done plenty of music with all the guys I've mentioned. Um, but this past year has been a, an enormous amount of Clint Taylor, which only honestly reflects the fact that the guy is nonstop hitting me over the head with incredible music, you know? And so, and so um, that's how we arrived at him being the main producer on those projects and pro and projects to, to, to come. Right. Like, so, so uh, 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 you can have a, 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 a fantastic painting, but if it's not like hanging in the right frame in the right place, man, it, it it's not going to matter, you know? And so, um, um, the everybody I just named to you is 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 a genius. Like all these guys are geniuses, man. You know, Clint Taylor's a genius, and it's 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 a privilege for me to be able to work with this guy. Like I'm looking at him, I, like he don't even know. I'm like, dude, like you know the same way they talk about Knife Wonder. Like they're going to talk about you like that, right? Wow. And and like like it's no doubt in my mind. You, you know that you're 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 of that ilk like like you're one of those guys you just it's just socially it seems it might seem far away you know Understood. but i know like like i i know because i've worked with some of these guys dude you're good right i'm lucky right <laughs> so ah. so that's how so that's how that's how that came to be him producing those projects he's able to get it he's able to get it off like he can i allow him to stretch as far as he wants to stretch and I meet him where he is. Instead of demanding he comes somewhere, I I said, man, work out, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'ma just just throw the oop. I'm gonna catch it. I'm gonna catch it. You know what I'm saying? And that's and that's how those projects came together. Is 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 him throwing them up and me saying, okay, okay, I see what I could do with this. You know what I'm saying? So, you wow. know, that's an amazing change of direction, right? For you to be you know, starting out as a producer, which mm -hmm. I wasn't aware of, um, and sure. then kind of, you know, changing the, the position as an MC and then supporting other producers. That is, that's really dope. And the other thing too is your, your chemistry um, with um, Clint Taylor works. Like, um, I can see that that collaboration is um cohesive like it works your vocals over his beats just yeah, sounds natural you, yeah so one of my favorite tracks on the album is like like one of the first tracks i think it's the first song it's called let it be mm -hmm. with speech right featuring uh the talented and accomplished speech 
from the group Arrested Development, who we we've had on um the platform last year. Um, talk to me about how you all two linked and and what inspired you to feature him on this particular track. Speech, man, the segue couldn't be more excellent. Uh, I produced some records for Arrested Development some years back. Nice. And and um and what happened was uh he had some extra beats of mine laying around right uh for years man he probably had this beat man it had to be four years that he had this beat of mine and he reached out to me uh maybe a year and a half ago he found me on an old facebook page it was like um hey man do you still have this beat mm. and i and i and i and i said yeah i i ain't even making beats anymore right you know but okay yeah you, you know what i mean and so um through the process of of uh, producing that record for him, which was called, um, oh my God, it was a single on his expansion album. Uh, uh, oh my God, Cold, it's called Just Too Cold. That, that, that's what it's called. It was a single on his album called Expansion, the speech is solo album. Right, the one that came out earlier this year, right? Right, yeah, right, right. that's a so dope single, album too. Right, so the, so the single Just Too Cold, I produced it, right? And so, um, in the process of that, the trade-off was like, uh, um, I, I want to get a verse on something, mm. right? And so he's like, okay, cool, no problem. So I send him the joint. It's called Get Me. He loves the joint so much, he wants to put it on his next album, <laughs> right? The Get Me joint, right? So, okay, cool, cool, cool no problem. This, this one is produced by Clint Taylor, though. And so, um, so we do that. Cool, no problem. So it's on my album, man. It's on his album, anyways. So uh, I'm working on Let It Be, and me and Clint had that record for a while. I was in love with it, like from the moment I heard the beat. Um, um, man, this this right here is the answer. I didn't even know I had a question, but this is the damn answer right here, man. And, and uh, we were we were just thinking about who might sound good on it. You know what I mean? Like we wanted somebody that was very good, but but uh. That 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 beat required a certain level of like sincerity mm -hmm. in whatever somebody would say, you know, like somebody that would be willing to tell their story a little bit. You, you know what I mean? And it just dawned on me one day, like, man, I think speech might actually nail this. You know what I'm saying? And 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 my guy's speech, like, like uh through the process of everything I was telling you about us working together, we got really cool. He he became a really, really cool big homie to me. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I, I could like call him and ask him for advice. Um, you know, I, I've been out to his ranch. His wife is a beautiful person. His kids are great. Like, like this guy lives the rap dream. I don't forget what you heard. Like, like I told him to his face, man, this ranch with this lake and just riding your mower, bro. And it's peaceful and you got juices and you know what I mean? It's, it's <laughs> that's like, man, up. that's the rap dream. I, I don't care what nobody says. It ain't the big city, bro. It's what speech got, man. Shout out to speech. Oh, oh, and I could tour six months a year just off GP because people want to see me and my band. Any anyhow, so so uh, got to know him, man. And um, so when I reached out to him, would let it be, man. Man, I probably got that verse back in an hour, bro. Like I was like, he sent it. He sent it back so fast, man. When he feeling something, it like it's nothing. It's it's nothing. And uh, and I was blown away. Like I was blown away, man. He told his story, 
you know, on that record. And he 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 uh he really blessed me with that, man. And so that's how that one came together. Dope, man. Uh yeah, that's definitely one of my standout. Like yeah, you know how you man. listen to an album and you have certain records that kind of hit you immediately. That mm. was the one that definitely uh stood out to me. Um, probably is my favorite uh, record on the project, but as I continue to listen, like, of course, I uncovered a lot more dope. Yeah, tracks, yeah, right? yeah. Um, I want to actually talk about some of the lyrics and subject matter on the album, uh, okay. Sox Heisenberg. Uh, also on that song, Let It Be, you have a line where you say, let them not worry that I'm over 40. So mm-hmm. it's your favorite artist. Like you kind of say that in the background. Yeah. And there's something that's in the water. You say, no, you say, and there's something in that water because Motown was lit. So was Barry Gordy. Tell him yeah. I was born right across the street, which is mm-hmm. what you were talking about earlier. Yeah. How does having birth roots to the neighborhood that Motown records was also brought up in impacted your you know, your will and drive to do music past the age of 40? Um, that's a great question. And here's the truth is that I, I only visited Motown the first time in 2019. Mm. I, I had, I, I grew up down the street from it. I was born across the street from it and I saw it for years, but it's something about something, you know, being normal where you're from. You just don't embrace it like that. Um, but what would happen as I traveled the world, you know, um, I would tell people I was from Detroit and the legacy that Motown created, the legacy that like Jay Dilla created, the legacy that, you know, Royce the Five Nine and the m the of the world, like, like the work these people put in would speak for me before I arrived, mm. right? And as I got older, I started to appreciate that. You know what I mean? And one of the coolest things I I promise this is gonna answer your question. And one of the, one of the coolest things, probably the coolest thing I can tell you, I've ever got to do, bro, was to look three of my top five in the face mm. and say, "Thank you." Wow. Right? Not thank you because you dope and you inspired me, but thank you because your reputation preceded me. Mm. right like I, I could say i'm an mc like like i say i'm an mc from detroit anywhere in the world and there's a bar that people are ex- like there's an expectancy there yeah. right man i didn't create that bar bro like i didn't i didn't i didn't put that there y'all put that there you know what i'm saying uh barry gordy put that there he did that motown wow. all the years way before i came to even be thought of my mother was a little child like they put that there so uh when i visited a couple of years ago and i walked through that house and through that studio and realized and and learned the story like the full story of how it came to be the fact that he actually owned every house on that block and instead of having a high-rise building what he had was was a block so this house was for accounting this house was for rehearsal this house was for radio this house was for studio like so so instead of going up to the third floor for your business, you had to go across the street. Mm. Business. You know, you know what I mean? Like just, just the thinking, you know what I'm saying? Of, of Barry Gordy at the time, man. And to see the dirt floors um, and to understand, like I was telling you in the beginning, like to go from idea to then logistics to then like 
it actually existing, man, that shit is like magic. Mm. Like it's 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 magical. Like man, I was just thinking about this shit. Like you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I still to this day, I think it's amazing. Like how mm-hmm. you could just sit somewhere and have a thought, and the next thing you you're doing, you're talking to somebody, and it's your thing, and it's on your hat and shit. Like it's a like I think that that shit is amazing to me. You know? Yeah. yeah. It's like we're all magicians, and so uh, <laughs> and so um, it has impacted me more in the last couple of years than it ever did earlier. Like like in my life. You know wow. what I'm saying? To the to the point where I realized that the path that I'm on has never been charted before. Like you have never ever seen someone be called a new artist fresh on the scene in their 40s in hip hop. Like it's not a thing, right? But what's cool is is that hip hop is old enough now for that to happen. Like it it was never. The only reason it never happened before is because it wasn't old enough for it to happen. You see what I'm saying? It's still a very young, it's it's still a very it's one of the newest genres of music that 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 exists. So uh I just wasn't ready to let it go. Like you know what I'm saying? I just wasn't ready to let it go. And so uh I figured if Barry Gordy, you know, when I looked him up and I looked at his age through the different things he was doing, you know what I mean? I realized that that thing didn't really take off till he was a little older. You know what I'm saying? And I said, oh, okay. Okay, cool. You know what I mean? So it, it definitely inspired me in, in that way, man. So hopefully that answers that 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 question and, and you know what I'm saying? Everything is connected to it. It definitely answers it, man. Thank you so much for explaining that. Um, cool. The song Shine Different. You have a lyric where you say, it ain't clouded in the clouds. That's an optical illusion. Mm-hmm. How does that line relate to your understanding of what it is to shine different? So so the 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 optical illusion is the like I I call it perceived relevance, right? Like like the optical illusion is is our perception of what's relevant. And we don't even realize how quickly and easily that can be moved around and changed. It, it, it's like, uh, it's all about what's in front of your face, right? right. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's plenty of, of, of things there. Um, and that's the optical illusion, right? That's why I say it. it and and that, that line for me is, is to say like, it's not crowded. Like mm-hmm. it's not really crowded up there. People just think it is. You know what I'm saying? Um, all you gotta do is shine different. Like all you got to do is be a little bit different. Got um, it. And, the, and the people that can resonate with, with that type of shine will catch it. Got it. You know what I'm saying? You know, and, and that's, that's what that line uh, essentially, essentially meant was, was like, look, you know what I mean? Anything you do in this life, it's going to seem like you in a long line, like anything, you know what I mean? Yeah. But never, but, but don't forget that your key is that, you are naturally different from everybody else. Right. Like, you right. know, and you 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 have to learn to embrace that way before they do. Got you know, it. so 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 don't be afraid to shine different. Like, don't be afraid to be the first you. You know, like I said, man, it it it, it is it is almost an insane idea that somebody could accomplish the things I'm trying to accomplish at this age in their life, right? Mm-hmm. But uh I know I'm not crazy. And I, I I know what I'm hearing. I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm seeing. I know, I know when I get on the stage. I know what it looked like on paper. I also know what it like look like when I get on stage. And it 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 don't look 
on stage like it might look on paper. It mm-hmm. looked different. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Got it. It, it sound different. It feel different. It's new, you know. And so uh, I'm gonna I'm go out swinging with this shit. You know what I'm saying? That's that's you know. So again, hopefully that answers that question. Nah, you got it. You got it. Um, it it you know as you talk about what you're doing at forty plus, mm-hmm. you know, and and something that probably you thought you couldn't have done, you know, say you started out a lot earlier. Do you yeah. think that the climate that we are in right now in the streaming era and the information age and so much, uh, you know, having such easy accessibility to music in a, in a variety of, of ways now has attributed to that, to you, you being able to make music? Uh, Man, know, internet, internet saved my career. You know what I'm saying? Point point blank period, man. The internet technology, like it all it all saved my career. Mm. You know, this this career, this career began in the early 2000s. You know what I'm saying? I've I've been running my race with this thing for a very long time. Mm. And and uh gatekeepers for the last 20 years were a thing. You know, they really, really were a thing, man. And and uh and 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 though they're still there, I'm not saying that they're not a thing anymore. But you can you can definitely carve out your own little niche in this world, yes, and have your own followers and your own everything, and not and never appear on their radar ever, right? Like right. you could be over here minding your own business with your thing that people love to do, and the internet did that. You know, the internet did that. There's somebody listening to this right now. Me and you going back and forth. There, there might be one person that's like, you know what, man? I kind of do. I kind of dig do vibe. And and if all that means is when they see me pop up on their timeline, they're gonna press play. That so, like something like that would have cost tens of thousands of dollars to make happen 15 years ago, mm. right? So whereas now, with the ease of us being able to produce this content, it can happen for almost free. You know, that's 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 so so yeah, for a guy like me. It's it's uh it definitely saved my career for sure for sure. I'm so glad you just said that because I did want to make a point to talk to the listeners and viewers that might be learning about you for the first time to just encourage and not just with you but most of the artists that I showcase, um, and just encouraging them to be a little open minded, right? Um, because we live in such a saturated environment of music coming out at such a vast rate that Mm -hmm. it's easy to just like ignore. Right. And Mm -hmm. to a degree I got caught up in that too, where, you know, um, you know, I heard one of your records and I was like, Oh yeah, this sounds dope. Yeah. I didn't get a chance to really like, sit with it, you know? And so I, I want to encourage our, you know, the listeners of the platform and, and just anyone, you know, hearing this or, you know, watching this interview to just take maybe like five minutes out of your time. If you're able to, and listen five minutes. And if you like what you hear, add another five minutes to that. Right. And, um, it's, and, it's, and, and it's continue. A, it's a tough sell, bro. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a tough sell. You know what I'm saying? And I'm an artist. Right. Like, but I, I do a lot of, uh, of, uh, I do a lot of, of research on how I personally engage mm. in things, you know? And, and so I have to be honest with myself, 
you know, we all have different thresholds for what and the why we'll pay attention to something and so on and so forth. Listen, man, and at the end of the day, like, this is hip hop, okay? The point is to stand out, all right? Like, this is hip hop. It always was. Like, don't get it messed up. Like, I love conscious music. I love the conscious community, but let me tell you what conscious music did. Conscious music made light of that fact that the point of all of this was to stand out. Conscious music came and said, but it needs to have a message. It needs to have a message. And all of those, uh, all the gold and the diamonds, it ain't about that. It's, it's about this other thing, it, you know? And so a lot of the people that were more so suited to be introverts, the people who didn't necessarily stand out naturally sort of gravitated towards that sort of thing, which mm. I did. Mm. I gravitated towards the sort of the 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 um the the, the snobbishness of it all. You, mm. you know what I'm saying? Right, the, right. the uh you know what I mean Pre the pretentiousness of of what hip hop should be and what it is when at the end of the day man hip hop was born because in, in this extreme dense population of New York right, right it gave these kids an opportunity to say, hey, I'm alive. Right. I am fucking alive. Watch me dance, watch me sing, watch me scratch, watch me paint, watch me rap. I'm alive, man. And I will battle you for the opportunity to have a chance to show the world that I'm alive. Right, I right, existed, right. I am here. You know, I'm in, in my own little space, like, like I can now stand up and I can, I can realize the fact that I am not nothing. I am something. Right, right. It, you know what I'm saying and so that's what's so dope about this culture right so so uh don't miss your opportunity to remind the world that you here bro you know what I'm saying like 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 fuck like you may as well give it your all man I just wrote a song today about this shit like dope, you might dope. as well man you may yeah. as well give it your all like 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 you come through here you see what I'm saying and uh you know whether you go listen to my music or not I appreciate you for giving me the opportunity to to engage with you and share this moment in your life you got to consider the kind of person that would listen to this show right like like that would listen to me right now this is a very special person right right, right? because because, because capitalism dictates that they only pay attention to what's popular right it capitalism dictates that shit like that's how it works right you know, when they want to sell a movie, you got to see the movie trailer 50 times a day, whether or not you're looking for it or not. But that ad finds you. Right. It finds <laughs> you. You ain't looking for it, but that shit finds you. It finds you at the grocery store, on your phone, at the gym, in the Uber, wherever you are. That shit finds you, bro. You see, you know what I mean? So, like, like capitalism dictates that people take all of these cues, is my point, and pay attention to that stuff. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah, so what we have to do, meaning people like you and I, is we have to over-service the people that actually do pay attention. Yeah. We have to love on them and appreciate them. And, word, and word. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? To keep the content high. You know what I'm saying? You know, you're very good at what you do. You know what I mean? Your situation is professional. Um, I can tell that I, I, can, I can look and I can see and I can hear the seasoning in what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? You know, the way that you project your voice. Man, I, I guarantee your first 
recordings didn't sound like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? All. You know, it did not sound like that, man. You know, you learn how to smile a little bit more. You you do this, you do that, you know. And then all of a sudden, one day, you interview a guy, maybe me, that winds up really blowing the hell up. Like, it really <laughs> happens. Like, for real. He really takes off. And what do you know? He remembers you. Right. Like he actually remembers you. Right. And right. he shouts you out or comes back on the show. And guess what? Capitalism dictates now that you're the guy. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's funny how the turn of events happens. Right. Yeah. Word, and, word. And, 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 uh, I call it rabbit hole decoration. Right. Because what you're doing right now is you're pretty enough to rabbit hole for later when they start chasing down your, you know, what, what, why, why are you so big, right? Like, what's what's so what's so what's so big about you? And then they find that one episode where you were like, "Man, I'm 81 episodes in, but it took episode 428 for the shit to really happen." Yo. Like, the real fans want to see you excited at 81. You know, they want right, they, right, they, right. They see shit. I hope it's so, not 428 <laughs> for my sake, right? <laughs> no, yeah. but I get you. I get you. I hope it doesn't take that long, but I get you, indeed. But, like. We don't get to like uh, because there's so much going on in the world, and we also like caught up in our own wavelengths. Right. It's like, it's like I can guarantee you just by sharing this with you, like man, you're not a wave guy, bro. Like you're not trying to catch waves. Word, like, word, you're word. Trying to make a wave. You know what I mean? It it it, it kind of like when you at the light and you got your blinker on, and there's a car in front of you with their blinker on. You know how they they lock in. Like you see what I'm saying? Right, like, like right. that's how this shit is. It's yeah, like yeah. y'all turn them on at different times. But what happens is, man, is at some point that shit like it work, and it's like, whoa, well, okay, what's happening here? But that only lasts for a few clicks, right? Then this, this is the shit. So you hoping that you kind of, man, I, I do my own shit, you know. And if it lines up with the public, cool, because you know instinctively, like I do, that that's where the payoff is, bro. So the answer to your question to anybody that's paying attention is your investment in something like this has the best payoff. Absolutely, bro. Like, like your 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 props for saying, man. I remember when MRK was on out the box. You got a you got a different kind of swag in your in in the way you brag. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Your yeah. your shit different. You dig what I'm saying? You know things about me that I don't even talk about later. You see what I'm saying? Right, so, right. so, so that's you know, and 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 the same thing with you. One day you gonna you gonna have a big chunky out the box around <laughs> your neck. You did what I'm saying? You know, just because it dictates it. You know, and and they gonna man, man, when you didn't wear no jewelry, like people gonna talk about that kind of shit. So, so I advise people to invest uh, now because the, this brother, this is a serious guy, man. Like. Yeah. I appreciate you know, the vision, brother. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like, 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 come on with it, man. Anybody that 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 uh, you know, you know, a supporter right now, man, is 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 a special person. You dig? Like, Definitely. Like that's a- yeah, I, I want to <laughs> say that too, man. You know, shout out to all of our supporters who yeah. definitely go above and beyond. Um, I was sure. just itching to say that because um, I find it so difficult to find. It's not. It's it's not that the good music isn't out there. It's just that the filter in how you find it, you kind of got to search a little bit more. And one of the things that I pride myself on doing with this platform is being able to help with that filter a little bit, right? Like share it. And hopefully my um, 
you know, these interviews or the choices of who I choose to interview, you know, it, it comes with some level of um, precedence for some people to say, you know what, if Krill is, is, is showing it, let me, let me at least give it a, you know, bro, um, a listen. You know, who we are, you know who we are, bro? We are, if you look up in the, in the dictionary, when people say, what if I didn't give up? Word. That's who we are. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> like, we didn't. Like here we are. Like we are. We are. We are that energy. Right. That when, when you say, "Man, I, I bet you, if I would have went as hard as I could, I, I wonder if I just would have just kept on." I, I, like that's us, bro. Like we still here. We still out here. Definitely. You should champion us, right? Like it. You should, because because if we do this, it's proof that what you think is real. That if you would have stuck to it, maybe something could have happened. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you could have. You know, I rap this good because I never stopped rapping. You know, I wasn't yeah. always this good. Right. I tell people all the time, and my my guys think I'm joking. I'm like, bro, I ain't really really start rapping to like the last three years. Like, I like I ain't really get good like into the last few years. I was always dope. Like, don't get me wrong, but but like my focus, I think because of where I am in my life, like like my ability to really pay attention to detail. I feel like has made me a much better artist than I've ever been. Right. And so like, this is the time when I need to be impressing my art on the public. Right. Like oh. now that I know who I am as a man, where I want to go, things I've been through, like I can now it's the, if I knew then what I know now, like I know now, so I can, I can line that up. And, 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 and I just don't, I don't think that the public is used to hearing things in the way that I present them, mm. right? Like that's the way that I present my information, and you don't typically get it like that from a rapper. Right. You know, you know what I'm saying. I try to like package it in a in a in a certain way. You know, you may you may like uh, hear it one day and then hear it again and not be so sure if I'm trying to say that. Am I trying to say that? Right, right, right. Wait a minute, and then you hear it the next day. Say, yeah, I think he's trying to say that. Yeah. That, what I'm telling you is, is that's on purpose, right? Like, like that's not that's that's by design that I that I do it that way. Like, I present all my songs in two, sometimes three different ways, depending on where you at and your vibe. You'll take it the other way, or the other way, or you'll take it the simple way or the metaphorical way, right? You, you know what I mean? That's that's it. But it took man, it took twenty years with the pen, like to be able to figure that out. That's just, that wasn't like an innate talent. Like I didn't just walk around like being able to do that shit. It took a thousand songs to to make it to something, you yeah, know. Yeah. So 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 that's why people should follow us, man. Because because we are the guys that you wished well. You say, man, man, keep going, bro. You know, and you think to yourself, man, I wish I would have never stopped. Nah, we still need you, bro. Come to the show, buy the merch, log in, share. Like we Word. we still need you, man. You know Word. what I'm saying? We here. Definitely, man. So um, I wanted to also uh, just keep it going with uh, another song of yours on the Sox Heisenberg album called All Up To You, which also features King Mm. Crooked. Uh, You talk about this sort of hope you previously had of artists saving you. And if I'm not mistaken, it sounds like you're talking symbolically, but uh, I wanted you to clarify what you actually meant by them saving you in the context of that track. That is the most literal song on the album. 
Ed, there's not a word in that song that is hyperbole, metaphor. Every name that I mentioned in that song, everything I said in that song is absolutely true. And it's at my most vulnerable. Mm. When I tell you I thought they was going to save me, I mean it. I mean, uh, uh, when you when you chasing your dreams, man, you you get used to being down to your last. That's one thing you get used to. Down to my last ten dollars. Down to my last this. Down to my last that. Trying to make the payment for this. Trying to do the like. It's always, uh, and I, I've been blessed to have decent intelligence. I could have done a lot of different things with my life, but I chose to do this. Right. So. So as as my peers get older and they go off and do other things and I see them vacationing and, and buying homes and their second homes and their, 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 their renting homes and their kids are growing up and they don't need scholarships because they can pay for it. You know, and I'm still over trying. I'm on some rap shit. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> I'm and, and so you get to a space of uh, the best word is desperation. Mm. Right. Like you get to a space of desperation. You work so hard to meet. King Crook, you know, you, you know, you, 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 you work hard to get in the room with, 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 with the TIs of the world and the, and the Kanye's and all that, like you work so hard to get there. And in your head, the movie is at the part where they save you, right? Mm. Where they, 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 they write you the contract, you do the hit record, you, you do this, you do that. And 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 then it happens, whatever it is, right? Mm. Like it happens. And and there's been all of these moments in my life where I thought it was about to happen, mm. right? You know, like with the producing thing, you know, I've produced for some heavy hitters. I I I didn't know that guys at a time, I didn't know they did 50, 100 songs for an album, right? Mm. Like I thought when I did a song with so-and-so, it was on. Song didn't even get used, you know? Mm. So it wasn't on, you know, <laughs> but 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 I spent a week in the studio, no sleep with this guy, you know, thinking that, oh man, it's on, it, 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 it's about to, you know, blow out of the water. You know, I've had singles, you know, on, on major artists before and stuff like that. And I just thought that these were all times when, when I would be saved, meaning saved from my, from my desperation, man, saved from falling off, saved from, from it being proven that I was a fool for choosing this as a career path. Mm. Oh, and 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 uh, save me from myself. Like save me from my 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 brutal ignorance, right? Mm. My, my 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 willful naivete of of you know get a real job. My mm. you know all, all of those signals that I block out on a daily basis to continue to approach this, um, while at the same time thinking, the fuck am I doing? Am I am I crazy? You know, like so I'm. I was like, man, please validate me, like. Mm -hmm. Please come along and, and help me show the world that I really can do this, you know. So that's that's what I meant by that particular record, mm -hmm. you know. Was 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 that? How are you able to overcome that mindset over the years? By a decision that I made in the beginning, right? I did. I I, I there were all of these checkpoints, man, where I could have made another choice, all right, and. Every time I got ready to make the choice, I got ready to do the easy thing, or well, not necessarily the easy thing, but what seemed like the more sound thing. I told myself that that's not what I'm here for. That ain't like that ain't it, man. Like like, and you know that ain't it. Mm -hmm. You know that's what I would I would tell myself. Like you had a vision, 
And uh, the conversation I had with myself 20 years ago was this, Mark, this is going to be the hardest thing you ever do. Mm. You know, this is going to probably seem impossible. Mm. I used to, I used to, I used to pray that um, I, I, I was, I, I, I had this prayer, and it would say like, you know, God, I know there's going to be some people in the world that are going to give it their all, and it still ain't going to work. Mm. Please don't let me be one of those people. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, it, it, you know, I just, I was so afraid of being one of those people. I, there's, there's a character in the movie Crooklyn. You ever seen Crooklyn? Yes. The father in Crooklyn, I was, uh, I, I was like, oh my God, like, I do not want to be the father in Crooklyn. Mm, mm. I don't want to be the old guy saying, man, if they just hear my next song, you know what I mean? And the world is sort of collapsing around him. I never wanted, I was always clear that that could be the outcome. Right. So so uh, but what I decided was when I put it up on the scale, I was like, well. But what do I want people to say about me when it's over? Because it's going to be over at some point. What, what would I what would I prefer my if I can choose? What would I prefer my legacy to be? Mm -hmm. you see what I'm saying I would prefer it to be. He never gave up. Like like I would I would take that over the other thing any day right. like 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 this shit either either i die or this shit works right like like point blank so and when you when you develop a mind state like that <clears throat> you force yourself into certain positions right like when it's time to improve you need to improve right because if you don't improve uh, uh this opportunity is blown and you've wasted your time you know you know, and I and I've realized that every time I thought the bottom was gonna fall out, there was there was another floor in the basement. Mm. Like like it never fell out. Like I wow. I I always rose to the occasion. I didn't know I would rise to the occasion. I didn't know. I had no idea. But I but I rose to the occasion every single time, and I was able to draw from my experience. Man, I I I, I used to um I went to school um <clears throat> for engineering for for, for audio production. And man, I like some of the people that would step in the booth, I would kind of fan out, you know what I mean? A little bit. And I would have to, and I would have to talk to myself, hey man, take a deep breath. Mm. Look around. You know exactly what you're doing, bro. You've been at the boards with somebody in the booth thousands of times in your life, bro. You are here to facilitate ideas. This is what you're gonna do, okay? Right. <laughs> you know, right, right. and then like. And I know instinctively, show this person your competence so you both can relax. Like, the sooner you show this person you're competent, the better things will get. So break through that little shit that's going on inside of you right now. Drink a glass of water, take a deep breath. Whatever it is, bro, that's just a person. Let's get it. You, you know what I'm saying? And 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 uh, I don't know where that instinct comes from, bro. Like, I don't know why I'm able to have that type of fort forethought like I don't, I don't know you know maybe that's actually my gift i, I don't know but mm. it, it's I, i've always been able to sort of create bridges before i get there so when i get there i'm not shocked you know like like i've had panic attacks before and in the middle of my panic attack i would tell myself nigga you knew you was gonna be here mm. you knew you was gonna be here breathe Go through this shit and get your ass up and go back and do what was you were supposed to do. Okay, 
The truth is, in this moment, you're fine. In this moment, you are freaking out about a moment that does not exist. Mm. In this moment, you are fine. And the truth is, all you have is this moment. You don't have that moment. And the old moments are gone. You got this moment. Are you fine in this moment? Yes, I'm fine in this moment. Well, do what you got to do, man. These are the conversations I have with myself. So so I guess it would be like self-dialogue, self-narrative. Like it, it's like you, 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 you're always living your self-narrative. Like that's right. what you're doing, you know? Right. Ain't no amount of jewelry or glasses or nothing can cover that up. If you're a corny dude, it's gonna come out, you know? <laughs> you know, you got a corny self-narrative. All people gotta do is hear you talk once or twice, and they're like, I don't even like buddy, you know, you know, so so it 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 uh so I would say if anybody's looking for inspiration in that, and that is just man, just adjust your self-narrative, man. Shit gonna get scary, bro. Like. Everything you scared of losing, you probably gonna lose twice. Like it just, it just, it just is what it is, man. But what you're wrong about is how you're gonna react when you lose it. Yeah, that's what you're wrong about. You think you're gonna fold up and die or something? No, you're not. No, you're not, bro. Like you're gonna be the same person with the same bravery that took yourself to that point, and you're gonna stick your chest out and you're gonna make your way through it. You're gonna realize that the worst thing happening to you is not your phone getting cut off. It's just a fucking phone. Like it's not food. You know what I'm saying? You know, you'll you'll be okay without a phone. I know it don't seem like you'll be okay without a phone, but actually, you find a few weeks after not having a phone that you still lived and you still figured it out. You know, you want to know what life was like before you had a phone, get your phone turned off. You'll figure it out real fast. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> yeah, man. Wow, man. Dropping yeah. jewels, man. Mark Sox dropping jewels or out the oh, box, man. Good. You know what's also really dope about the album that, and I think you talked about this a little earlier, like there's so many like, you know, quotables on this project. Like if you just listen, like you catch little lines. So as we're speaking about this particular track, um, All Up To You, there's a quotable that um really stood out to me. And you say, um... You say they used to call you crazy for wearing a mask back then. Now yeah. these days, he he be looking like Michael Jackson. Yeah, I was absolutely. like, that was a clever line. Thank you, bro. Yeah, yeah. So like you you really your pen game is like tight, man. Like Thank if people man. really take the time to listen, they grasp it. Um Ooh. also on that song, All Up to You, you have a line in the first verse where you say, Your opinions in the ring with no one for tagging. Do you believe in what you believe without someone to back it? Mm. Now that line made me think about the struggle and effort to be courageous and stick to your belief, regardless of what potential, you know, or other influences may exist in your experience. Where have you gotten the motivation to stick to what you believe and what deeply resonates with you, regardless if you have the support or not? I have a morbid fear of mediocrity, man. Like I am running a million miles a minute away from average. Mm. Like I cannot, I, I, I just, I cannot do it. You know, <laughs> like I have to figure out how to rid myself of of mediocrity, man. Mm. I, I, I have, I have to. Uh, the the point of it all is for me to 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 grow as much as I possibly can. And, and to learn as much as I possibly can um, is to always have the bar set a little bit higher than uh, than than that it should be. Right. Like I, I, I I'm always 
right below where I'm trying to get to. You know, I believe in shoot for the stars. You might land on the cloud. Like, you know, like that is my that is my my mantra, man. And uh, so that's where that where that comes from. I got something I'm trying to prove to myself, man. Mm. You know, when I was when I, I I knew I I knew that I was somebody when I was a really small kid. But what was being communicated to me was that I was average, that I was I was not special. You know, that I was I was, um, you know, my grades were just OK. I. You know, I was I was tall, but I wasn't super tall. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know, it was it was like, yo, you're average. But I just I just got the feeling I wasn't I didn't want to live like that, man. Like maybe it was, you know, I lost family family members very early in my life. And uh, they were young, too, you know, and uh, and I just uh, I didn't want to get trapped, man. Like like I I, I wanted to uh, prove to myself that that I could be somebody. You know, and and uh, and that's really, I think, at the end of the day, what this is, man. It probably got some shit to do with my dad, too. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, trying to prove to him that I'm worthy. You know, you know, we all got these like little things happening in the background of our of our programming. You know, that keeps us going. Um, if you if you if you search through the mind of anybody that's ever accomplished anything great, you know, uh, you know, perfect example, like, like, like bodybuilders, again, guys that win all these championships and stuff like that. When you sit down and you ask them, why'd you start this? And they said, well, my stepdad beat on my mom when I was little and I always wanted to be able to beat him. So it's like, you know, they 35 still trying to, you know, do might be dead or whatever, but they, they still feel like they want to beat that monster in the closet. They used to beat their mom. So some of that is still going on with me, man. You know, I, I, I went to 11 different public schools. I was always the new kid, always the loner, you know? And, and so uh, I never got a chance to prove to anybody that I was anything because I was always like moving, moving along, you know? And, and, uh, and I think that's what a lot of this is too, man. It's mm. just, it's just me trying to, conv- maybe trying to convince myself, man, that I belonged, mm. you know, before, before it was over, man, I belonged. I had a place. I, you know, people really thought I had something to say, I, you know, all of these, these ideas I have, you know, they meant something to somebody, mm-hmm. you know, at, at, at some particular point in time. So, yeah. Got it. Got it. On the song, crazy me, crazy are you, you have a lyric where you say, if everybody love you, you whack or you rich. And if you rich, they love you because they can't afford to pick. <laughs> I had to ponder those lines. Like it was so <laughs> profound. What did you mean by those last set of lines? If you're rich, they love Mm -hmm. you because they can't afford you. Can you go in depth of what that line is actually meant to convey? Well, so again, you know, we live, we live in America, man. Holy capitalism is the religion here. You you know what I'm saying? It's what inspires everything, you know, and there could be things that are abhorrent morally wrong you, you know what i mean um i mean i'll leave it let's just deal with our culture hip-hop for instance for instance um i remember when when soldier boy took off because always anybody that knows me is laughing right now because th- i tell this story all of the time things pivoted with soldier boy because soldier boy introduced the conversation we never had in rap before which was Leave them kids alone, man. He getting money. We never talked like that in hip hop before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
and the people who were we who were supposed to be upholding the culture tried to say something like they actually did try all they were trying to say was hey this is great and we having fun but don't get it twisted money is actually kind of whack with the lyrics hey i'm having fun dancing to the song too but let's not you know be careful now because before you know it there's gonna be and there was there was a rush of like it just opened the floodgates it was like when the bar got low where it just became like as long as it vibes it was cool you know what i mean and it was getting money right capitalism dictates that it's good if it's getting money mm. right so you can hate a guy yeah but he getting money like 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 as long as he get interest and he get money then people love it right like like it's like i don't even like this song but i hear it so much i know the song and the song creates an energy in the club that i like so i like the song mm. yeah i like the song yeah i like the song i like the guy singing the song <laughs> i don't think i like the guy singing the song yes i do i like the guy singing the song i don't know what i like you, you know what I'm saying? That's why I say, it's like I can't even afford because I'm I'm so busy trying to be socially accepted. I can't afford to decide whether I like the guy or not. Mm. I can't decide whether I like the song or not. I do like it. I can't I can't afford to say I don't. I can't. Wow. I, I, you see what I'm saying? So because because what I want to do at the end of the day is I want to be accepted. So so I have to uh, bend around who I am, you know, and make myself more malleable. Um, you know, because, because at the end of the day, what matters is what's relevant. Mm. You dig? I'm not allowed to stick up for, for, for my culture, you know, because, uh, or even myself a lot of times, because look, man, they getting money. Like, what do you, what do you like, you know, oh, okay. You know, so that, that was, that was, you know what I mean? The thinking, um, you know, behind that, you know. Yeah. It's a, it's it's a, it's a metaphor for a big for a bigger idea. Definitely, you know. And 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 when I heard it, you know, and as I listened back to it, I was like, man, this is deep. This is layered, man. Like, and I, I really think it's dope that you are able to put together words in, in, in such a clever way, but they still have some type of weight with Thank meaning you, to it. Um, and that's that's a a clear example of that on on this project. Um, also, um, earlier in that song, crazy me, crazy are you, um, you have a lyric where you say what you say, what you really want to know. And that's if we're speaking honestly, are these five words, why him and not me, which is a question a lot of people ask when they don't see the success they desired from the work they already put in. Do you feel that there is a universal answer to that question? Why him, not me? People ask it for it's, different I'll, reasons. I'll tell you where it comes from. It comes from our natural inclination towards victimhood, mm. right? Like, like um, I want somebody to be the blame for my problems. Like, I, I, I need there to be someone uh that i i need to say man the reason why i ain't on is because people like that garbage right when the truth is the stuff you do is just okay mm. 
You know what I mean? Like you don't know because you're trapped inside of your thing. But but five years from now, when you look back at what you was doing, it'll make perfect sense to you why nobody rocked with you at that time, right? <laughs> like you'll have all of this great clarity about who you were. But at that time, you were asking that question, man. Why they why they getting on? You know. But when you when you in a different mind state and you look back, it's absolutely clear. Like. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, so that, so, so because we're all, we all have like um, um, a desire towards victimhood, this is what happens. And you have to be, everybody, this happens to everybody, you know? So you have to be very proactive about how you attack. You, you know what I mean? You got to self-vaccinate, you know what I'm saying? You got to attack that idea when it comes into your head. Hey man, whoa, whoa I'm not a fucking victim. Like, yo, <laughs> relax. I don't know homie's story. I know what they told me about homie's story, right? And there's power in narrative. You know, there's certain parts about that dude's story that would take the power away from it. They cannot afford to tell me that part of the story, right? Mm. I need to know the part of the story that empowers him. But I'm, I'm grown now. So I know that stories have many sides to them. I know that it's never, it's never that simple. Mm. So I know that when a, 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 a 20 year old gets a huge opportunity, there's a lot to that. He's only 20 years old, for God's sakes. I mean, how long has he really been doing this? You know, it's like when you sit back and you watch a 20 year old say, man, we've been grinding for years. Well, how many years is this exactly? I'm just curious because you're 20. Mm -hmm. right? <laughs> so, so what are we what are we really saying here? Right. right, right. You know, um, um, and, 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 and so and most people don't even and when you're that age. You don't even know why you resonate with them. You have no idea. You just, you were one of the kids that when other kids was flipping, like, I don't know if you ever flipped when you was a kid, but let me tell you something about the first time a kid flips when he finds out he can flip. He didn't know he could flip, okay? He just did the shit, right? And it worked. And <laughs> it's like, that feeling, it's like, yeah. he, didn't, he didn't know he had calf strength like that. And then when we, when we went to hoop, and he went to touch the, the rim, he grabbed it with both hands. He didn't know that shit. Like, he just did it. Yeah, you yeah. see what I'm saying? And so other kids are saying, why him and not me? And he's trying to explain it when you're full of shit for asking. And he's full of shit for trying to explain it. He don't know. What does he know? <laughs> so, so you got to get out of your own way, man. Like, People get on for all kinds of reasons, man. Not to mention, you don't know what hell people are putting up with to right, be in that right, position. Right. You have no idea. You think you want to be in that person's position. That's what you think. Man, please. Life got some tricks for you, bro. Like, like you, th you think it's better over there. You'll be running back to this side before you know it. Like, like you understand what I'm saying? So Yeah. And, you, you know... know you you talk about the perspectives, right? Like that's a a great analogy about um you know the kid that you know dunks by just happenstance, you know, and the person and he he himself is like I didn't even know I could do it, um so it's like perspectives and I think a lot of times we don't look at the other person's experience, we don't know the other person's journey, so we yeah. ask that question. But I I thought it was cool that you um. You you reference that in the actual in the track, man. In in the way that you phrase the question, you know. Um. So yeah, thanks for um answering that. Uh, on the hook of the song, just business. 
you mm-hmm. say, um, and it's exactly what you think it is, inspiration mm-hmm. to live. And I know you say it yeah. a few more times. How does this idea of just business or being able, you know, being about your business serve as a sort of inspiration to live or, you know, attributes to self-love as you kind of allude to in the track? All, all new concepts, man. Mm. You know what I mean? People have been telling me for years, and, and I'm intelligent to understand this is the music business. People say that to, to me all of the time. Music business. Don't forget the business part, but I'm an artist first. So my heart is so big, you know, like my heart is so big and I have what it is and I have what I want it to be. And these mm-hmm. things are always at constant odds. No matter how smart I am, no matter how I try to defeat it, it always comes back to, to how I wish it was, how I, how I want it to be. And, 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 <laughs> and what it is, is business. Mm. Like that's what this shit is, man. Like it's business. You're in the business, either you're approaching it in a business-like manner or not. Because if you're not, it's going to abuse you in all types of ways. Right. You know, and 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 uh because this is capitalism, that's what capitalism is set up to do. Capitalism tries to turn everybody into a customer. Like that's exactly what if if you let it, that's what you'll be. You'll just be somebody just spending money all day on shit like like that's it like you 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 have you have to understand man and properly compartmentalize like 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 what like what it is you know for me my music is inspiration to live mm. right like that that's what it is it's 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 inspiration to live and living through my music is my business like like that's what it is it's just business you know um but it. but it's my inspiration to live <laughs> you know I get the music, it. I'm saying, yeah. I get it. I I, I like uh, that explanation. It, it makes so much more sense. Like I know mm-hmm. it's it was it was connected, but I wanted you to explain that. So yeah. um, and you and you did do that pretty well. On the song "Reach Around" featuring Guilty Simpson. Yeah. Shout okay. out to Guilty man, such a dope artist from Detroit. Man, I got a chance to interview him some years back. Cool. Um, your first lyric starts with the line. The best Nas album is not Illmatic. Take a breath, get out your feelings. He's an ill artist. What <laughs> message were you trying to convey in starting the song off with those lines? <laughs> it was a carryover from a conversation I was having with a friend of mine. You know what I'm saying? Because this is such a, you know, um, uh, uh, we have these like sacrilegious things in hip-hop right that you're just supposed to agree with like and it's sacrilegious if you don't right and one of them is that Nas is Illmatic is in the pantheon of of albums you know what I'm saying and that's just that's like as sure as gravity like that's a fact you know what I'm saying and I appreciate that right I do but I really enjoyed it was written better than I did. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't misunderstand why people like the album, right? But it was short and the beats were not all that dynamic, in my opinion. But on it was written, man, I got a whole movie, B. Like, I got like, like I thoroughly enjoyed this album, right? So, so, so that, that, that right there maybe one of the best debuts ever right but as an album as an album 
we talking as an album and what people enjoy about albums i just felt like it's not his strongest body of work like like that was it you know what i'm saying but i think nostalgia a lot of times you know what i'm saying like nostalgia is a mother man like it connect it connects itself to things and it just is what it is you know i can't tell you how many times you know it's like uh for instance like some of those no limit albums like i was a huge no limit fan and i can't even listen to some of those like they're unlistenable mm. Saying, you know, I was caught up in the nostalgia, like of the moment, you know. But when I go back now and I try to listen, I'm like, bro, I don't know what I was, <laughs> what I what I was thinking. Right. Not to say it was all bad. I'm not. I'm not. You know what I mean? You know, please anybody listening, fight the urge to think I'm dissing Master P or, or any of those things. I'm just saying that it was a wave, man. It was coming every week, and it was a wave. I was buying a new CD that was this color and that color, and and uh, and I thought they was all great. So I went back and I listened to some of them and was, and was realizing, oh, shit, it's just OK. <laughs> you know, you're definitely not the first person and you're, and you're not the second person. I've, I've heard this a number of times mm. where people have been, you know, when you when you put Illmatic and it was written next to each other. There's a number of people that feel like uh, it was written was was more of their favorite project uh, from Nas. So it's not a. um. Uh, uh, argument that's a stretch, you know what I mean? Right, so right, I right, it, right. Yeah, I was just curious to, to know my, like why you started my, off. My guy, yeah, yeah, to my guy that I was having a conversation with prior to uh, <laughs> to writing it to him, it was just ridiculous. Mm. You know what I mean? Right, that right, I would right, put right. any 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 not any hip hop album yet, better yet, another Nas album over over yeah. Illmatic. And you know that's very that's very understandable too, man. Um, yeah. That that album is lauded as a classic. Um, me personally, I didn't, I wasn't, um, like when Illmatic came out, I wasn't familiar with it. You know, um, I um, I was a hip hop fan, but I wasn't tapped in like obviously like how I am now. You know, right, or right, even right, years right. ago, even when I was in, you know, my latter years in high school. Um, so I think I caught the, I missed the wave of the introduction. Right. And I think right, a lot right. of people. I didn't people, catch live at the barbecue. I wasn't around. I, I, it, right, right. I got that years later. Like, I, I yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. I think a lot of people who, and I'm not saying this for everyone, but there's a number of people who caught it when it came out. It was also a, you know, um, I think it was a heavy bootleg album too. Like it, it was circulating before and, um, yeah. A lot of people that caught wind of it in its initial, you know, release, um, they're the ones who kind of like, you know, talk highly about it. But it's a definitely, in my opinion, it's a really dope project, but I could understand. I think just yeah. like you, It Was Written was my first full introduction to Nas from my album's perspective. So mm -hmm. I understand what you're talking about, about the cinematic experience you got with um, It Was Written as well. Yeah, that's it. And, and you can't like, Saying, saying, like, I mean, I mean, really, what are we talking about here, right? We talk about Nas, right? Like, right, right, right. Like, so, so to say I like one album better than the other one is not to say I didn't enjoy the other one, right? Right, like, right, right. Say, I Same like artist, this one better, right? Right, like, I'm not throwing it out the window. Like, this is trash. No, right, right, right. it's amazing. <laughs> I just enjoy this one better. That's all. I get it. So, yeah. um, on the song, what's your Budget featuring Swifty uh -huh. McVeigh. You say in the second verse of the song, them problems holding you down, somebody learned to fly with. 
And as I reflected on that line, it made me think about how easy it is for us to give up on ourselves sometimes. Mm -hmm. What do you think is the key to turning a negative situation into a positive or progressive situation at the moment when that challenge initially presents itself? I think practice, man. I think that that's a skill. That's a muscle. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, That you just have to, you have to consciously build because you're going to have what you're going to have. You're going to, you know, everybody's their own engineer, you know, at, you know, at the heart of being an engineer, you're a problem solver. Like, like that's what an engineer is. And you have to learn to engineer your life and you know, you're going to have more problems than anything. And so uh, you have to practice um, not finger. You have to practice staying away from finger pointing and staying away from, the woe is me, you know, staying away from the, the victim shit. Like you have to practice digging in <clears throat> and uh, you have to use your imagination. Mm. You know, you can't, don't be afraid of your imagination. You know, when things happen, you know, don't be afraid of who you'll be uh, when, when things get, get tough. It's still you, man. That's why people can, 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 can move to the other side of the world. They can get millions of dollars and still not be happy. Because you know who's in that room, you. Like it's still you, man. You know, and 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 you're the problem. Like the issue is you. And mm-hmm. and and uh so I, I think I think a lot of proactive self self-work, man. Uh it's hard though, bro. Like it's hard. I I've wanted to cut and run many times, you know, many, 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 many times, bro. Like anytime. There's something new I got to learn that I don't want to learn, but I can't progress this thing I'm doing unless I learn it. There's a whole thing I go through. I don't want to do this shit. Like I need to find somebody else to do it. You know what I mean? And, and you can't, you know, like you right there with that mic set up like that, man, like you did that. You you (laughs) know what I mean? And whatever it took to learn how to do that, you, you, you bit the dust until you figured it out. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's just, uh, you know, not being afraid of your 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 ability for your CPU to kick in, you know, to, to, to figure it. to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? You know, shy away from the idea that things will be figured out for you for the, for the fact that because a door is hard to open, it must mean it can't be opened. Right. Right. right? You know, maybe you aren't turning hard enough and maybe mm-hmm. you're not like like there's a. Like other people do it, like you can do it too, right? You know, like that's that that's what I, that, that's how I got through college. Mm. I got through college by thinking, man, thousands of people have sat in this seat learning this shit, and they all graduated. What's mm-hmm. different from your brain than their brain? Right. Relax. Take a deep breath, dude. Like, focus. Like, you'll be okay. You know. Right. Uh. Uh. uh but the first inclination is to, you know. You know, I, I need it's like a threat or something. You, you know what I'm saying? So so uh that's what I would that that the answer to that I truly think is just practice, man. I think it's it's a lifestyle. It's 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 pra- there's always something, man. I swear to God, like bro, like it, it, if it ain't one thing, it's another. You know right. what I mean? You can have it planned down to a T and bump right into somebody's ulterior motive that throws everything completely off. Right. That whole plan is trash now. Now you got to you know, you know, you know, figure it out another way. And a lot of people, man, can't even get past step one. Mm. Right. I'm sure like, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of other people that say they want to do what you do, 
you know. But man, they can't even make it past step one, bro. Like mm. they can't. Mm. They, they ask you how much that might cost. Like man, go to Google and, and find out how much the. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's just a mic, bro. They make hundreds of thousands of them, bro. Like this one ain't that special. It's like, it's <laughs> you know what I mean? I you know, you. it's like, yo, you gotta relax, fam. Like it's okay. Like this stuff is not complicated as you think. Don't be afraid to walk in the store and look around like you don't know what you're doing until somebody says, "Can I help you?" Like you know, he said, "Man, I okay." So. <laughs> You know, this might sound stupid. I do it today. This might sound stupid, but let me tell you where I want to go. Right. You know, I don't have the words, but this is the situation, you know. And you'll be surprised, man, when people see you changing your own tire, bro. Like they'll help you. You know, you know, they'll help you, you know, because one thing that people who have done something uh can one thing they have a heart for is other people trying to do something. Right. right. And they have a huge heart for it because they know what this shit is, bro. You know, like they know what it is. You, if you, if you, somebody was trying to start a podcast and you seen them struggling with that shit, you say, "Bro, what you doing, man?" You know what I mean? Right, right, right. That ain't the one you want. You want this one right here. You know what I'm saying? Indeed. That shit sitting in the corner in my room. I don't use that. <laughs> you know, use Got this. It. So, so that's what I would say to that, bro. Definitely, definitely. Listen, man. I know um, we have spent uh, uh some time already and i haven't even gotten to um <laughs> the oh, um I'm, I'm, let me short my, let me short my answers man my bad bro nah it's all good um i i haven't even i'm about to get to normalize growth so if you got yeah. a little extra time i do want to touch on that project because i think that's a really dope project as well um so that project normalized growth was dropped in uh march of this year and as i learned in this interview that it was done by the same producer, Clint Taylor, which is really dope, man. And I could hear the, um, you know, the, the, the production strengths in the, in that, in that project as well, man. Like he, he really, really shines, man. Mm -hmm. So, um, I wanted to talk about, um, some of the tracks on that album as well. The, the second song, um, is entitled cut it. Mm -hmm. Um, and is a, it's a deep record uh, about a guy moving on from a past relationship that didn't work out. What inspired mm -hmm. you to write this song and, 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 you know, the underlying message you wanted listeners to get from it. So a friend of mine was going, so I've been in that position before, mm. you know, and what the, the purpose of that song is, is, uh, as a man. Sometimes all you need is permission from another man to do what it is you know you need to do, right? Uh, it, it's like uh, I had a friend of mine one time, you know, I was about to jump out the window and have a girl fall through that I had no business letting fall through. And I'm telling all these other friends and they're like, that's what's up, bro. Like, you, like it's going to be good. You're going to hit it. And I had this one homeboy that was like, man, don't do that shit, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I, and I was like, you're right. And I, and I, and I, and I didn't do it. You know what I mean? And I learned in that moment, this was some years back that sometimes, bro, you just need a, a, a somebody to agree with what you know is right. Mm. You know? And I was in a position where I was hanging on to a woman. And the truth is the only reason I didn't want to let it go was because I ain't want, I ain't want nobody else around my kids, man. You know what I mean? And, 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 and I come to find out that most men in that position struggle with that. It's mm. like, I don't want to be here. We are terrible together, but I'm hanging on 
all because I don't want some other nigga around my kids, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, let me tell you as a man to you, <laughs> you know, another man that may be in that predicament, let it go, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like you, yes, you should let it go, bro. Like, you sh- you know what I mean? Let me, let me give you that narrative. Um, and let it go. Not, not just let her go, but let, let it go. It is what it is. It's going to be another dude around your kids. You might as well start understanding it now and, <laughs> and inhaling it and, 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 and imagining the moments and all of that. And you know what? Here's the thing. Your girl chose you, right? She's going to choose another good guy. I know the TV say mm, different. Mm, I know the internet say different. Mm, mm. Nine times out of 10, the next dude she chooses to be around y'all kids, right? Because they're your kids too. <laughs> uh, he's going to be somebody that she vets. Yeah. She don't want another you, okay? She's, yeah. <laughs> she's going to, like, the guy's probably going to be cool, man. And, and most of the situations I know personally, not the ones online or on TV, personally the other guy's cool man like it ain't yeah. it's not really that big of a deal man yeah, yeah, yeah. he probably got kids with somebody else you know what i mean like like you might even mess around and like the dude you, you know what i'm saying you know it's it's, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's 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 a wild game so that so that was again an issue i'd never hear talked about ever that was right real. But, yeah. but i i wanted to address it because a friend of mine was battling with whether or not he should leave his lady, you know what I'm saying? And and so that's where that came from. Yeah, I thought it was dope that you you gave the reality of the situation, but you mm-hmm. also gave an optimistic, you know, viewpoint on it. Like, you know, and, and I think it's it, it's it's inspiring for um the listener that might be going through that or whatever. So um yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I think um you do that really well. Um and I know that this project is really a conversation you know dedicated to the listener right um so um i I think you the the themes on this project really hit that you know hit the the relatability um yeah no problem so on the song everybody's scared you say you've learned what you cannot see has more power and for that reason you'll always like the seed over the flower. Mm. Tell us the significance of why the seed is more important to you. Because the seed represents potential, man. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody seen it yet. The sun ain't got to shine on it yet. You know what I mean? Um, it holds, It it is the future, right? The seeds are the future. You cannot see them, dude. You know, uh, but they are there. Right, like they are there, and they, and and how they are being taken care of and handled will be the future. Mm. You know, whether it's the seed of an idea, whether it's an actual seed, like whatever, whatever, whatever it is, right? Like, like I've learned that, like somebody got to be next. Why not me? Why can't I be the seed? Like, why not me, man? Why not? Why I can't be the first? Like. Some there's gonna be another artist out of Detroit one day that people are gonna think is great. You know, why not me? Like that one day somebody in their 40s is gonna blow in rap music. Like, why not me? You know, like why, why, why not? Why, why, why can't I be that seed? You know, and so that's that that's that's more in depth, but but that's where I was coming from with, with that with that line, you know what I'm saying? Is 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 become more in love with 
with your dreams, man. Become become more in love with 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 with, with, with what you can manifest. Like like that's the seed that people can't see. Mm. Mm. You know, I manifested this moment right here. Mm. Like bro, like yeah, like listen, man. I spent an enormous time in my life being a producer. I worked really hard. You understand me to build up a career where I did not have to talk about that. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Mm. And here mm. I am in a moment that I manifested years ago. Here I am, like, right? Like I planted a seed, you know, I changed my name. I, I did like all types of things, you see? And I, I, I literally grew another, another flower, right? Like I grew a whole right. another flower based on what I learned from the other garden. You, you, you know what I'm saying? Right. So, 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 so this is, so that, that that's exactly what I'm talking about. Mm. You can do it, bro. Like you can believe in shit. Right. Dope, dope, dope. What do you think is the universal reason why fear exists in, in different ways for so many of us? Well, I mean, it, we all, we all want to protect ourselves. You know what I'm saying? And, and so fear is, 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 is a, is a great tool in order to do that. Mm. Um, I, it, it's it's a great it's a great motivator to get the hell out of the way if you think something's coming. You did so so uh, that is literally the, the the that's why that that's funny you ask that like that that that's the whole point of everybody's scared. Mm. You know what, what we all have are varying degrees of acting like we're not right. Like that 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 that's what makes us different is our resources in order to act like you know I'm less scared than you. You know. Um, the most violent guys are the most fearful guys. Mm. That's why they're so violent because they walk around all of the time feeling like they're cornered. Interesting. You see what I'm saying? That's why they're so reactive because the very essence of who they are, they feel cornered. Like anything can happen to them at any time. And so they have to be ready to lash out at any moment. They carry guns with them all of the time. They got PTSD. Like these are the most scariest people you you could ever be around like you're you're ten times more confident <laughs> than the, than these people you know but it appears mm. that they are the more braver being you see what I'm saying you know so so but everybody is scared bro like every everybody is scared mm. in my opinion you know and, you know it. you know to 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 varying degrees. Got it. Well, what inspired you to write this song "Nothing After Naked," which is Sort of like a, a message to um, women who may feel like they have to expose their bodies for whatever motive. Maybe it's for recognition or for, you know, um, for people to see them or for monetary recognition. Like what like what was um, uh, your reasoning for, um, you know, doing that song and why was it important for women um, that that song was dedicated to to un understand the message of nothing after naked, because uh, that it, it was inspired by a female artist that I worked with a couple of years back, who was and is very talented, like extremely talented, pretty young lady, who I watched um, go from who who I watched try to balance sexuality with like. Uh, her skill mm. and she like really play with it because it's it's um like a lot of young ladies you can get more attention a lot faster if if you are more sexual 
And I would see her kind of toe the line and push closer and closer and closer to being naked, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like I'm, I'm like I'm, I'm, I'm watching her play with it, you know, play with the whole idea of, well, if I mix more of this in, and 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 um, and and every time I would see her do it, I would go, ooh, I, 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 now, now be careful now, you know what I mean? You know, it's you know, it's three hundred likes this time. That really ain't a lot, you know, uh, <laughs> and then. She's like half naked and the likes ain't a lot. And and then so she gets a little more naked and then likes a little bit more. And I and I'm and I was thinking to myself in my head, like, you realize once we see it all, that's it, right? You you do understand that once you go, <laughs> once you let it all out the bag, there is no like for white women, it can be different. But for sisters, a lot of like the the not not typically much more you can do after you get naked. And so that that that's that's where that song came from was watching this young lady, you know, watching her go kind of like down the sliding scale of trying to get attention. Mm. You know, and just and just saying matter of factly, like, hey, look, you know, once it all comes off, mama, like, once you go to the OnlyFans, baby, like, like it's over. Like, you, you know what I'm saying? You know, take a take a couple of steps back because this really ain't what you want. Like, mm. this ain't really what you want, you know. Mm. Uh, once we done seen it all, you know, because once, because because you know what happens when you see them. What happens is, is we all remember that we've seen a vagina before. You know, you know what I mean? It's not like a special vagina. It's just her vagina. You know mm. what I mean? Mm. They, they're not special breasts. They're just her breasts. <laughs> but when they're covered up, it seems like they're special, mm. right? But when they get uncovered, you say, hmm. All right, like, like, like it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like yeah. the, it's like the secret is out, and the secret is it's not special. Yeah, yeah I get you. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, so so that's where that that's where that came from. Wow, man! Like, there's so many. Um, like when you think about this this project, normalized growth. Mm-hmm. Um, like most of the songs are like under two to three minutes, right? Right. And, On purpose. Right, but the album comes across like a traditional full-length project with, mm. with the subject matter and the themes. You like the themes just like hit you and they're like so easy to grasp that I realized that like I, I missed the fact that I had to like literally look at the track list to be like, oh, like almost every song on this album is under three minutes. Or right. some of them are like under two minutes. Like a lot of them are under two minutes. Right. Like, how were you able to achieve this presentations with the this type of presentation with the tracks being so short? Like, it really reads like a full body album, and I think it's because of the subject matter and the um the way that you deliver the content in a way that is relatable and easy to digest. Even though you got your double entendres and your clever stuff, it's still easy to grasp the different themes. Like, how were you able to do that so shortly? again that 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 album is about the listener so i didn't want to get in the way of the information by making sure that this was just 16 bars like if there was more to expound on that subject that's exactly what i did i expounded mm. on that subject once i said once i proved the point i was trying to make the song was over like i didn't have anything else to say about that right you, you see what i'm saying um if there was a hook there it was organic and it really fit the space of what that what that was. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
I really try to get out of my own way um, with with that with, with with writing that particular body of work. You know, that's that's the best way I can explain it. You know what I'm saying? No, I get it. Thanks yeah. for breaking that down. On on your song Muffin Top Blues, you talk about being mindful of diet and choosing to eat healthy so that mm-hmm. you could, you know, sustain a happier and healthier lifestyle. What do you think uh uh makes it so difficult for us to make a shift in choosing to eat healthier and also, you know, maintaining that lifestyle? Man, bro. That's a can of worms, man. <laughs> let me let me let me let me try to make it very short and concise, bro. Uh The blame game again, man. Like, like it's it's like uh, uh, I'm not even gonna go down that that road. What I'll say is is that America's full of very fat people. Like America's extremely overweight. Like, um, if you do any traveling, you'll know what I'm talking about. Like, we're we're just we're just very fat people. So what happens is is because there are people that are so morbidly obese, right? That we can look at and we can say. Oh man, that's fat. Well, I ain't like that. So, but that's not true. You're 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 way too big as well. But in your head, you think it ain't so bad. You you know what I'm saying? And so, um, and bro, like, like listen, man, working out is hard, right? Like, like you don't look like a brother that struggled with that. You know what I'm saying? But 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 uh, like, exercise is 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 hard. I do it. I do it five days a week. I've been up, I've been as heavy as 300 pounds. Wow. Okay. And, and, uh, in my head, when I look in the mirror, I still see the 300 pound dude. Mm. I don't, I, I, it will take two to three years from now for me to look at a picture of me today to fully realize what I look like today. Mm. That's how bad it is. Like, wow. like when you, it's, it's like a form of PTSD. Like when you when you get to be that big, um, you're always definitely afraid of getting back there, you know. And if you see little hints of getting back there, it depresses you. And when you depressed, you start eating, right? Mm-hmm. And then you tell yourself you're gonna start back at the gym on Monday, and then Monday becomes next Monday, and next Monday, and next Monday. And the whole time you eating shit you ain't supposed to, and you you buying bigger clothes, and you you blaming it on the fact that you know your your kids or your your wife or your you know what I mean? Like it really gets away from you, man. And my heart goes out to people that struggle um, in that in that department, right? But I I'm I'm at the gym all the time, and I still got a little a little a little pouch. You know what I'm saying? You know <laughs> I can't get rid of this son of a bitch. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I'm in there. You feel me? I'm in there. I'm trying to eat decent. But the older you get, the harder it is to keep it together. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I kind of wanted to do a tongue-in-cheek record, man, just to kind of like, you know, kind of talk about it and tell people, man, when you get into your late 30s and into your 40s, bruh, you got to leave that shit. You Like, you know you ain't supposed to be eating. You got to leave it alone, man. Like, like, like there was a time. That time is past. You know what I'm saying? You got you to gotta chill, dude, because all of these different diseases and, and all this shit preventable, man. It really is. Mm. I promise you. Your liver will give you another 50 years if you just go easy on that bad boy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's it's bad enough that in our 20s, we don't sleep. You know what I mean? And we and we and we, and we take way too much caffeine and we, you know, we we just way overdo it. 
you know, uh, it's, it's bad enough we do that to ourselves and then we're trying to, like, uh, keep up, you know, right. as, as we get older. Nah, man, you sleepy, man. K your ass to sleep. You know what I mean? Like, it's this bedtime, baby. Like, <laughs> go to sleep. You know, so that you can maintain that body, you know, you know, and, and uh and uh so again, man, it's 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 tongue in cheek. I mean, bro, the whole the whole the whole idea of normalized growth, bro. I don't know if you were gonna ask that question, but just so I can sum it up very concisely before we get done talking about it, is that young people need cool old niggas to look up to, bro. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's like they just do so that they can aspire to get older, right? Right, right, right. Because because they don't, right? Because the young, because the older dudes are aspiring to be younger, right? You, you know, and so there's like confusion about that, bro. The young part is the shortest part of your life. It's the it's a minuscule piece in a in a whole puzzle. You can't spend all your life. You can't spend the whole puzzle focused on one puzzle piece, baby. Like it's good shit that come with getting older. Like getting older is some cool shit. You know, you, you get wisdom and you, I ain't doing that shit no more. Like you get to pass it on. You get to right, watch right, your right. kids grow up. You like, it's really, really, really cool, man. Like to have friends, you can say, man, we've been friends 20 years. Like it is so awesome to have a woman that you've been with a decade and all of these things like this. And these kids need to have some older people that they look up to to say, so that, so that they're not so afraid of getting older is what I'm trying to say. Right, right, so right. So they're not so scared because yeah. they got people that's there already it's like oh many cool as shit not and not just jay-z and puffy man like like not just cats they got a billion dollars right <laughs> like not just them like they, it is okay bro like every you know to 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 look at me and and and, and know my age and say oh man dude is still keeping it together man like okay maybe it's a yeah like it's okay bro like get older it's cool Mm-hmm. Like don't don't step out on your lady, bro. Like ass, you know. Don't just don't do it. Like it's cool. You did that already. Like that right, that came right. and went. You yeah. know, grow older, my man. So I just wanted to put that out there, just in case. You know what I'm saying? I I, I didn't get to do it before we got off of here, man. Nah, That's I- what the whole idea behind normalized growth is: is getting older, is some cool shit, bro. Join join us. I appreciate you know that, saying? man. So um, speaking about normalized growth, um. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had this question in regards to that. Uh, how do you normalize growth in a society that's selective in what it typically embraces as growth? You got to create, you got to create instances where growth is celebrated Mm. is what I'm trying to say. Like not just at the end when the dude is 80 and he getting a lifetime award. Like, nah, like it's not 20s and then retirement, right? Like this shit in between, (laughs) you know what I mean? It's like the concept of getting rich in your 20s is a very, it's like one of the newest capitalistic ideas in the history of capitalism. Mm, People getting filthy rich in their 20s. Like this is a not happening thing until the last you know, 30, 40 years. Like this just doesn't happen unless you're an heiress or you know what I mean? Unless you're somebody that was it was passed on to first generation rich don't happen in your 20s, man. That's just not <laughs> it's just not what happens, man. But it's it's become not like the idea is wild, the idea is normal. Mm. You know, somebody said the other day, this is the first time in history 
well, the poor people are fatter than the rich people. Like, think about that shit. Wow. The poor people are physically fatter than the rich people. Wow. What is this? Like, yeah. how is this possible? They don't have the resources to be fat, but they're fatter. Anyhow, so 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 uh so so I think how you combat that is by putting people in positions that look like things people would aspire to be. I think that, and again, there's levels before Jay-Z. There's a million levels before Jay-Z. There's a million levels before Kanye and Drake. And and like, there's lots of levels before that, you know, that you can occupy and, and, and that people can look up to as they grow as people and say, okay, there's somebody speaking for me. There's some, okay, cool. I'm in this mind state. Okay. Okay, cool. You know, you know what I mean? And so, and so I think that's how you do it, man. I, I think that you just put, you put people in, in place, you know? Mm. So you say normalized growth at the end of almost every track. That's something mm-hmm. that I peeped. Um, mm-hmm. What was the impact that you wanted that to have in the listening sequence of the album? I wanted to remind you that getting older is some cool shit, man. Like, that's it. It's cool. Like you can't tell me I ain't getting busy on these fucking records, man. Like, 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 listen to me, dog. Like, like, it's not corny to still be rapping in your 40s, bro. Like, if you good at it, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, it's it's not, bro. I got some stuff coming up, man. Like, I'm 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 upgrading the dress, like the whole nine. It's like, yo, bro, like embrace the shit, man. Like, it's cool. Like, you gonna get older anyway. Like, it's it's gonna happen anyway. I get I guess is what I'm trying to say. The last song on the album is entitled Ego, which mm-hmm. is a subject I've had to think about because I, I have to say I'm not too fond of people who are egotistical or, you know, actions are egotistical. Um, but I wanted to ask you, like, how do you know when the ego becomes a disruptive or a negative thing? And if possible, how do you know when it's used in a positive way? Uh, because I get out of alignment with what things are and I get more sucked into what I want them to be. Right. Like I, 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 um, I become more concerned with, um, um, creating outcomes, um, in situations in which I should just blend and be a part of, of certain, like all this shit is energy, bro. Like Mm -hmm. it's all vibrations and you know what I mean? You know, I've had, incredible opportunities to do certain things you know i give you a, a perfect example and this could sum the whole thing up when i moved to atlanta my attitude was i ain't about to do that bullshit they do i'm about to show them like like something like like let me show them how how it should really be done these these niggas ain't about to you know, you know, I'm about to come in here and do this, that, and the third. When the truth of the matter is, artists want to be popular mm-hmm. and they want to do popular music. And what they want is a variation of something that's popular because that's how you compete. That's how you sell music. It just is what it is. It's how you sell anything. You don't sell uh, cereal inside of sandwich bags. You sell cereal inside of cereal boxes. They go in boxes. They have bags inside of them. You understand? You don't show up on the scene and say, I don't like this shit. I think that cereal should be. So-. 
You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I came to Atlanta as that guy. All of these cereal boxes, I want to sell cereal in, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a bread bag. I think that that's the way cereal should be sold. So here I go with all of these great opportunities. I'm going around all of these studios, sitting in front of all of these people playing this music and, and telling myself they're going to get on to what I'm doing. Mm. You know, not realizing that actually it works the other way. Mm. Like prove to them that you can do what they need. And then if it's some time at the end, you just, and they trust you and they know you're competent, then you can say, hey, check me out with this, right? And it's like, oh, okay. You, you see what I'm saying? Like, 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 because it's a business. That, and that, that's what I was trying to communicate with that song. It's, it's like, man, like my ego, I had another interview and, and they asked me what my biggest struggle has been in this business. This is my ego, man. Mm. It's always been my ego, bro. Like, like my inability to simply become in the moment what I needed to become at all times and, and, and was just too way too worried about uh uh because the truth was i didn't know how to do that shit mm. i was self-taught i didn't know how to do that and the simplest way to learn would have been to reverse engineer it mm. but i was too egotistical right to reverse engineer it mm. right I'm from the school of Dilla. No beat sounds the same. You know, you know what I mean? Like I'm, 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 I'm pretentious as hell. You know, they gonna get it how I get it to them. Anybody gotta put 808s in every beat? What are they doing? You know, I'm, I'm. Who am I, bro? You know, that's fucking ego. That's that's what I'm saying. You know, they waiting for the beat to drop, and I'm and I'm in the corner going, woo, woo. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, bro, that was dope. Hey, man, thanks for coming. See you later, G. Like, you know, and I'm walking out, man. They whack, bro. They ain't pick nothing, man. They want that bullshit. Mm. The truth is, bro, you didn't go in there and play them the music that they needed. Wow. Man, if I tell you some of the people I could have had opportunities with, bro, blow your mind. Like, I'm sitting right there. Like, I could have been signed with somebody. Right. All I had to do was play them something they could use. Yeah. That's all I had to do. Wow. You know, and and uh, I, I was overseas and got the production opportunity of a lifetime. Instead of me going to find guys that could do the, the thing, I no, nah, I'm gonna do it myself. I'm gonna show them, you know, ego, bro. Yeah. Ego. Wow, man. why'd you uh choose to close out the album with that song? Like, was it because because it is the ultimate barrier to normalizing growth? Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's the ultimate barrier, bro. It's the ultimate barrier to normalizing growth is 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 your ego. You know what I'm saying? And 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 uh and you have to I I, I wish I could talk about what's coming. I, I I'll say that normalized growth uh is a continue, it's a continuous thing, right? That it kicked off with that album, but it it's a continuous thing that's that's going to continue to happen and it's going to evolve. It already has, mm. right? And as you, as more normalized growth products are presented to you, you're gonna, I'm, I'm walking through more subjects, right? Got you it. know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm walking through more subjects. I'm talking about more things. I'm expounding on things like ego, but more specifically, right? Like in, in this area and, and, and in that area, I'm talking about family and just all types of things that uh, that we deal with. You know what I mean on a, on a regular basis, and I'm just I'm getting deeper into them. So I so think, that I only say that because that 
that sets up the next thing that's going to happen, I guess is what I'm trying to say. I'm so glad you said that because I was going to um, close by asking you about what's next. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, just thinking about that, I could visualize normalized growth as kind of like a movement, you know, and I don't yeah. know if that's yeah, the direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, so, it's wow. So, Brother Mark Sox, I thank you so much for your time. You're I know welcome. we spent a lot of time on the platform today, man, um, but it was a pleasure building with you. I want to wish you uh, much continued success. Thank you, bro. Um, and yeah, man, like your music is very, very refreshing. I love that you really tap into a lot of thought-provoking themes. Uh, I think that's the type of mu music that really stands the test of time. Like it, it, mm -hmm. it uh, has longevity um, in any genre, but, um, you know, being that hip-hop is what you know, I push and, you know, I'm, I'm really into, um, I think you're doing it really well, man. So I look Thanks. forward to, uh, all the stuff you got next. Is there anything else you would like the folks to know as far as like, you know, upcoming projects or how you intend for these two releases that came out this year to, uh, be received? Um, I would ask that people keep an open mind, mm. you know, I'm an artist and I know how to do a lot of things. Nice. And I'm going to do them. <laughs> and and uh, and and uh, as I mentioned earlier, I work with other producers as well. Nice. So um, I've spent an enormous amount of time this year presenting what I've done with Clint. Right. I'm going to present more things I've done with Clint in the near future, but I'm about to take a small turn and present work that I've done with another producer. Uh, Timo here very soon mm. and that's a different energy that's a different gear mm. of, of 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 music right and so that's coming but I have something called MRK Mondays right so so MRK Mondays I drop a new song and video every week without mm. fail mm. new song video every week and MRK Mondays is primarily focused on uh you know lyrics and and i wouldn't say boom back but more traditional hip-hop mm -hmm. style music right um and that's not gonna change right that's gonna stay the same and i'm gonna keep continue providing music like the music that you saw me do and you enjoyed there's more of that coming very soon but again i, I i'm changing i'm about to change up the tempo a little bit you know and uh and go in a, a slightly different direction just for a second so i would say Keep an open mind. It's still me, right? Like I'm still in it. <laughs> I didn't go anywhere. Mm -hmm. I'm still there. But sometimes in hip hop, we could be a little too pretentious and we can hear how a certain beat sounds and we're like, oh, that's not for me. Mm. Right? You see what I'm saying? Like you'll take the cue. Of, yeah, I understand. I would say that if you enjoy my artistry, give it a second. Hold on a second because I'm on it. So watch what I do to it. Nice. This is, is what I'm saying. The beat might sound a little more like something you don't typically get into, but remember, I'm on it. So just hold on a second. Take a deep breath. The lyrics are there. The thought is there. You know what I mean? It's just, it's going to be packaged a little bit differently because there's a there's a big plan here. There's, there's something, there's, there's something a lot more massive at work, you know? So that's, that's all I'll say, man. Just keep your eyes peeled and, and, uh, and, uh, and, <laughs> 
and be open-minded you understand what i'm saying and uh and we're gonna we're gonna continue to ride this thing out man i wish you nothing but the best with 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 the platform man and 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 uh seriously bro i think it i think it's super dope you know what i'm saying oh uh, i i actually i didn't say that i i actually i found it dfpn which is definitely podcast network so i i founded a podcast network shout out to my guy black mac that runs it on a day-to-day -day basis nice there's there's like eight to ten podcasts running on it right now Dope. um you know uh that 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 feeling the the record label shout out to the other artists on there you know what i'm saying my guy wizards beast my guy e smitty um dj 110 you know what i'm saying um mac aka your boy black mac um you know you know what i'm saying myself man clint taylor timo um you know it's a record label you know that that has been out uh that we've been around since 2018 mm. you know um and so that's family you know so you should know about that feeling man um and that's about it yeah that's about it indeed indeed man um you want to give the people your website or social media links where they can find you man type in mrk space sx on whatever you own and i will be happy with whatever comes up <laughs> all right i have i have i have gone to great pains to make sure that if you just do that <laughs> that's something smart. interesting will pop up so that's all you have to do if you whatever music platform bro like if you like to listen to music on youtube type it in bro like i've, I've gone to great pains to make sure that when you do that you find me everywhere you need to find me baby i don't have no particular project i want you to listen to first i don't have any of that like there's so much content out there bro that like whatever you consume thank you you, you know what i'm saying I, I believe and stand behind everything i've done i don't need you you ain't got to listen to the latest joint if you get caught up on my album from two years ago thank you i appreciate that rock out baby <laughs> it's all good well said, man. So um, to all of our listeners uh, and viewers, make sure y'all uh, go to the website, outtheboxmedia.com, so you can stay connected. You can also subscribe on that website for free if you just want to be updated when each episode, each new episode comes out and all the other stuff we have happening with Support Outtheboxmedia. Support this man. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, so, um, yeah, uh, so... As always, we put out a new episode every Friday, so look forward to episode 82 next week. Uh, till our next show, I just want to say to all of our listeners and viewers, stay focused, stay healthy, stay safe. Peace, love, and light. We out of here.